listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Thank you so much. Um, I will I will say there is a ministry called Sozo. Mm-hmm. And in God's word, it, it speaks of, um, it sounds unusual, but in essence, what it all talks of is the essence of Jesus himself. Yeah. It represents salvation. It represents deliverance. It represents provision. It represents a new hope. And, and because someone uh, very close to my heart, was used as a vessel of God uh, to take their time and just slow down their life and even sacrifice some of their time, God opened a door. And in the last three years now, uh, in a process, this, this individual took that step to what I believe was obeying God because they introduced me in a very a very special way to Sozo. And this this person being very kind, very loving, but profoundly filled with the Holy Spirit walk has walked me through and helped helped me because God had told me like six years ago, Liddell, you are like an onion and I I really need to peel you back one layer at a time. And even though, and this was six years ago, he told me, you're not ready for that completion. But Mm -hmm. if you'll trust me again, I'm going to take you on now a new journey. And it's called interviewing. And it's going to be painful at times because you are going, uh, you will have to be absolutely truthful not only with me but with yourself yeah but i want you to see the core lies of satan himself that has lied to you deceived you used you and devastated and broken pieces of your life along the way and tried to convince you that it was god so what was never god yeah so what's the most profound thing that god did like, I, I have a testimony about Freedom Ministry that's very similar. Sozo and Freedom Ministry are kind of sister ministries. And I know Sozo means in its fullness to be made complete. It's the idea of salvation that makes you whole. So in your pursuit of becoming whole, what was that profound moment when you knew everything from this point forward is going to be different? It was very recent. In fact, it was just this last year that God uh, took me into the most intimate place in inner healing that I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, this sister in the Lord uh, has befriended me. And there were things in, in even my behavior, uh, sometimes conversations, that just made it very, very evident that I was broken inside and I was still broken. And this this sister in the Lord 
knew and was very experienced in Sozo. And so they actually took my hand. And over a period now of three years, we took it step by step. And I was finally able to not only face just how young I was when the abuse started in my in my childhood. Uh, I was very young. In fact, I was an infant, mm. and it just progressed. But in this in this span of these recent three years, God also took me in a down roads and into journeys of His Word. And now the Word of God, the, li- the Word of God is actually living and it's mm-hmm. breathing. Uh, some people might not understand that, listeners, but, but to understand that better, it's, it's like back in uh, Genesis in the beginning. It said the Holy Spirit hovered over, mm-hmm. hovered over things uh, that, that God was speaking in existence. Holy Spirit was there. And the Holy Spirit was with me when, when I would sit down uh, with this individual. And with the Word of God, and with patience, and with no longer condemning myself, which I had done. I've lived in tremendous condemnation and guilt, taking on, taking on guilt of predicators that are predicated on my life in a lifetime in many ways. Um, I'd been uh, inappropriately touched by a pastor when I was only 13 years old. And it devastated me because all I had gone in to do was tell them that I felt there was a call on my life. And my mother left me alone with this pastor. And when the door closed, I had no idea what he was about to do. But again, it was another deep, dark secret that I kept clear into my adult years. And in these times of of this ministry called Sozo, the Lord is invited in to let you know that God not only was there, but God never approved of any form of abuse that we go through. And so... uh, and he and he in fact yeah. likely protected you in some way during that moment, even though you had to suffer what happened. He was with you in that moment, and just knowing that his presence was with you can be very comforting. I know I've seen those visions of the Lord being there in the room when my son passed away, you know. Um, where I've gone back to those things and asked, where were you? What was happening in that moment that I couldn't see? And he showed me very profoundly, you know, the morning my son left before his accident, that he was sitting beside my son because in a moment, my son's demeanor and character and his tone changed with me where he had been very angry and obstinate before. He completely shifted into, I love you, mom. Have a good day at work and wanted me to come kiss him goodbye, and I didn't do it. But when I went back to that moment, it was Jesus sitting beside him, prompting him to give me a good memory in that moment. Instead of of one that would have tormented me because it ended badly. And so I think about 
that in the context of your story and how how what you're sharing with us is that even though life is hard and facing these things in your past from your past that so hurt you and wounded you and broke you is difficult that what comes on the other side of it is worth it it's worth going walking through that those painful moments with god to see his redemptive power at work in them would that be a, an accurate statement well Absolutely. And even beyond that, I finally was able to see myself in these three years. I've been able to see myself as I really was when God spoke to my heart that day in the courtyard of that halfway house. And it was simply, I had come to a place where I now, I was like the woman at the well. Hmm. It wasn't a fantasy. It wasn't, well, I, you know, I could have been that and tried to lose myself. Uh, like like I had done for years and years. Oh, well, it's okay that this person does this to me. It's okay that that they violate my trust. But, but now, because, and I believe singly because of this ministry, I was able to face not a portion of the truth, but the entirety of the truth. And that was, Liddell, you are that woman at the well that is now redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You no longer have to go in hiding. You no longer have to wait until other women your age or younger or older, uh, you don't have to come and, and put water in your pot when everyone's gone. You don't have to seclude yourself anymore and go in hiding and keep carrying these deep, hideous, dark secrets. No, sweetheart. You have been the woman at the well. I'm, I'm Jesus. I came to the well, in, so to speak, that day. And I told you everything you had done. But then I told you what? I've been waiting. Look up. I'm waiting at the end of the road for you. That's right. That is a reality of my life today. And there is not one day, Michelle, that I go through life from from night to the following day that I'm not reminded, I have been that woman at the well, but I have been so redeemed that God doesn't put me in a little box and say, okay, Liddell, now I've come in your heart and I've picked your life up and I'm putting you back together. And now I expect you to get in a box and I expect you to stay contained. I expect you to be a robot live a perfect, perfect life. <laughs> That's not what he all says, though, is it? To try to do it all by yourself. And, oh, by the way, if you make a mistake, if you blow it, well, your chances are over. No. Yep. We have a loving Savior who loves unconditionally. And furthermore than that, his love will take you to the very last breath that you breathe on That's this right. earth. That's a promise in his word that he will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. When everyone else, when your fair weather friends find that either they don't agree with you or that some way, somehow you clash, whatever the reason that someone walks away, God is consistent and he's going to stand by your side always. That's right. And in saying all that, I will say this. 
It has set me free too, to a degree and measure, that I would not have been able to say this before these three years. Uh, when someone's in your life, they're in your life for a reason and a season. That can be a reason for something that is ongoing. It can be for a plan or a purpose of God. It can be for a goal that God has for you both to accomplish. Yeah. It can be to build a relationship of an ongoing, endearing friendship. Or it can be something in the season. But for goodness sake, when that season comes to a close, don't turn it inward and hate yourself or become retaliating and retaliate against the person that's walked away because you're not walking in their shoes. That's you right. don't know the life they've led. You don't know the challenges they have. So we're not the judge. Only God is the judge. So right. I don't have the luxury of being critical and so analytical, which... And I've had to really discipline myself in that. I'm telling you, Michelle, I can analyze something until it's a furball on the carpet. Pick <laughs> it up and try to take it apart and figure that out, too, because that's how detailed and in-depth I am. But what I have learned, the sweetness of God's inner healing is that even when people uh, in a lifetime, through the lifetime, have walked away for whatever the reason. I'm not perfect. So that means I'm human. And because of that human factor, I can let somebody down. I can say something off color. I can have a bad hair day. And I can, I can say something that might not have been coupled and surrounded in God's love. I'm capable of blowing it like anyone else. But, but what I do now that I could not do before, I don't take on such a deep wounding that I can't dig myself out of this hole and this pit that the enemy has dug for me. It's no longer a weapon that can be used formally against me and turn it inward into a place of mental destruction where I analyze myself so much that I digress and I go back into my history and I think, well, I'm not good enough. Mm. I wasn't good enough to be your friend. You have to go back to those promises that God's revealed to you in the last three years. Yes. The because promises. If, you, yes. Because if we feed on the failures and the missteps and the, the traumas and the things that happen, if we just chew on the fat of our misery, we don't gain any nourishment, but if we go back to the meat of what God has been showing us that is truth about us, what he says about us is truth, not what we've experienced in life. If we don't do that, we will, we will continually be like the dog that returns to its vomit. But if we continue to chew on the meat of the promises and the things that he has spoken over us and into us about who we are and who he is in us, then we have the power to, to continually move forward out of those things rather than continually be like a ship that's tossed to and fro by the winds when they change and never really reaches its destination. If we're going to get to our purpose, which, you know, Blooming Inspired is all about helping women identify, come to embrace their identity, discover what they're passionate about, um, equip, equip them for their purpose, and then empower them to walk in their calling. And so, you know, 
inner healing, this thing that you're talking about that has been so powerful in your life, where you go into those hurt places and allow God to clean them and to bandage them and to put the healing medicine in there in your heart. When you go through that, it helps you to come into that place of this is what I'm passionate about. This is what God made me for. And even at 13, Liddell, you knew you had a calling on your life. I just want to highlight that. That's what you went to see the pastor for, and he misused that moment. But that doesn't change the fact that you had a calling on your life. And he brought you to Colorado. And and I know your story a little bit because you've shared more about this with me on our call. And unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our time together today. But you have a kinsman redeemer that he had positioned for you right there in Colorado. That's all the time that we have for today. Be sure to tune in next week as we conclude Liddell's story about going from trauma to triumph and how God continually revealed her purpose and her calling in spite of the horrible things she suffered in her life. The, the, the choices that she made out of that suffering that led to estrangement in her relationships with family and um, her going to Colorado where she discovered not only her life's purpose, but also her husband that she's married to now. And God has redeemed so much of what has been lost in her life. And she continues to tell that story next week. So you don't want to miss it. Be sure to tune in next week as we finish up our interview session with Liddell Dudley of Loveland, Colorado. Be sure to like and share this podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcast as well as Google Play Podcast. And you can find us at bloominginspirednetwork.com. We're on Facebook at Blooming Inspired. I would love, love, love for you to share that. Do you have a prayer request or even a story to tell? DM us on Facebook at Blooming Inspired. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Blooming Inspired is the, the URL. Or you can email me, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, dot Bentham, B as in boy, E, N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, H-A-M as in Mary, at bloominginspirednetwork.com. If you've got a story to tell, I would love to feature you on this show. If you've got if you've got a prayer request, I would love to pray with you. Feel free to reach out to us. We're here for you. We're going to be sharing um, the week before Christmas. We're going to share, or the week of Christmas, we're going to share a special replay of our Christmas message from last year, and we'll do another replay the week of New Year's. My husband has been working out of town for the last couple of months, and we'll be coming home December 21st, which is just a blessing to my heart to be able to see him after he's been gone for a little while. And um, so I'm going to take a couple of weeks off just to be with him and be there with him. And so um, I'm going to replay our message from last Christmas, um, which is just an encouraging message about a song that really blesses me at Christmas time. And then um, we're going to do another special replay. And then the week after New Year's, we will kick off 2020, talking about 2020 vision. And I'm really going to focus on becoming equipped 
for your purpose. I had a picture that God gave me of a finish line and I wrote all my words in this picture of this finish line. And then after I was finished, I realized that much of 2020 is on the other side of the finish line. So I really sense that he's closing me out in one season and bringing me fully into another. So I can't wait to share more about that with you, about the vision he's given me, about the things that he's doing in my life. And uh, I just want to um, invite you to join me if you haven't inquired of the Lord about a word to kind of set this tone for your next year. 2020 is the beginning of not only a new year, but a new decade. And many people in the Hebrew, that that word for 20 is pay and it means mouth. It's the year of the mouth. It's the year of declaration and destiny and not only a year of it, but a decade of it. So I'm looking forward to what God's going to do in all of us in the new year. And I would love to hear from you about what God is speaking to you in this season of your life. You have been listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs on Tuesdays each week. If you would like to know more about this podcast or its network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and click the podcast link at the top of the page.